Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stuck at home. Bored and alone. You'd think I could have some fun on my own, but I'm bored AF. I'm bored AF. With Cecily and Stephanie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bored AF, the show where Cecily and I talk about all the things that we do and think about when we're bored, but also when we're not bored. It's just the show's evolved, people. Okay? Give us a break. Who's Cecily? Okay, first of all, Who's Cecily? I have this question for you. Mm-hmm. And this is a legit thing and I'm not like trying to be cute. Okay. I'm very tired. And I know I've said that before on podcasts and it's kind of, stu- you're not supposed to say that. I learned that 101 when I was doing mornings mm-hmm. radio, like FM, our program director was like, I don't give a shit how tired you are. They're all tired. You're supposed to wake them up. Never say how tired you are at like seven in the morning. Oh. You know, like they are, that's a thing. But I'm, but this is a more honest space podcasting I don't have to be on I'm not gonna give you the fourth caller doesn't get Garth Brooks tickets right I don't have to do anything but so could they I, um sure you know what fourth caller if you guys can but, figure out the phone number to call in we're gonna give away Garth Brooks tickets but here's there's a point there's a point to this Sorry. thing you're gonna like if you can figure out the phone number it's a series of seven numbers we'll go ahead and give you the area code is 323 go we're going to give you one. We're going to give you a clue. So I'm, you know, it's one of those like lately I just can't sleep. And if I like go to sleep too early, you know, you your body at this age like only gives you X amount of hours. So you better choose them well. Oh, I didn't know that. So, well, I think that's how it feels like for me. So I, I went to bed at like 10, woke up at four. I was so wide awake. I had to do radio like at eight. So it was like, oh, like how much can I even go back to sleep? You know, I was up. Right. So I was so up that I woke Monroe up. This is actually said he's sound asleep, like under the covers. And I'm like, you want to play ball? You want to play ball? And he's like, what the fuck, lady? It was such a weird moment of like, I felt like what it must feel like to be on cocaine, which as we've discussed, people think I sound like I am, but I'm not. But I was like, you want to go? Let's go. Let's play. You want treats? And he's just like rolled back over and like let me rub his stomach until he fell back asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I did a weird thing. Once he was back asleep, I did the thing where I, well, I looked at email and this is the thing I'm, I know this is kind of hack, but 
you know, when someone views your LinkedIn, it's like the last thing that they will show you someone viewed. Mm -hmm. Like you can't see if someone looks at your Facebook or most things like they've turned that feature off for most things. But LinkedIn, it'll say like your profile has been viewed five times this week. Right. But then they make you they go, if you really want to know who it'll be something really random. And they go, but if you really want to know, like the interesting people that have viewed it, get get LinkedIn Pro. Yeah, you have to pay for it, but it'll still sometimes give you like these companies have looked. Right. So like I always look at the companies and today, if I may, and I'm not trying to brag, but can I tell you who the companies were that looked at my Please do, yeah. One was like a look like a radio station, maybe in Tennessee. So I got very excited about that. I'm not sure what that is, so <laughs> get ready. And the second one was and I don't want okay, when I tell you who looked at my LinkedIn, I I don't want you to feel different around me. Okay? I want us to feel like, I want you to still feel like you're equal to me. I don't want you to think that I'm like better than you or that I'm bragging. I mean, no guarantees. Right. I just want you to know straight up, like, I know how you are and you're going to get like a little jealous. Are you talking about me personally or the listeners? You, you, Stephanie. Oh, okay. Or any of you guys, but, um, okay. It was the federal ministry of education in Nigeria. So I just, okay. That just seems, that seems insensitive to the people who aren't getting, you know, (laughs) sought after by Nigeria, by, but I was contacted by a Nigerian prince. So I don't know if that's similar. Mm -hmm. That seems what? No, I hope that they did. I mean, look, I don't want to make you feel like shit if they didn't ask you, but if they did ask you for your bank information so that they could deposit all their inheritance, fucking do it, Stephanie, because let me tell you something. It's vulnerable for them to ask you in the first place. It is hard to ask for. They probably were raised by an alcoholic and they have trouble asking, like feeling vulnerable. They always feel like they're a burden. So, yeah, it's hard for them to ask that. (laughs) It's hard for them to ask that. And they're like, look, I'm giving you I don't we don't know each other that well. And I'm telling you, like, I got this crazy inheritance of 18 million dollars and I have to, like, safely put it in your account. Do you think that's easy for me to ask you that? It's not easy no. for them. And you know what? It really ups it kind of upsets me in a in a weird way that like people wouldn't appreciate how hard that is to ask. It's because you know what? Everybody's <laughs> raised differently. You're right. And you have to like look at like what are your what's your childhood? What did that like how to examine that and just sort of like take people from where they are and what they have to give? Because everyone's limited in their own way. By the way, my friend Larry, this is true. He used to, I know that's like old news, the Nigerian prince thing. That's so 15 years ago, but he used to write them back Mm -hmm. and he would write back things like, okay, I have a better idea. Instead of putting it in my account, I am investing in a new, um, but instead of saying Spielberg, he'd be like (laughs) Bleelberg. He would change names slightly and he's like, I'm writing a movie for um, Steven Bleelberg and I would love, and here's my account number for that. Why don't you go ahead and like he, and they, he would drive them to insanity he would drive them to where like he got blocked Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) there were so many good ones and i swear if i can remember next time he used to send them to me like after he would send them Mm -hmm. he would just drive people insane and he would just make and then he would he'd go off on these tangents like he would be like ah i'm so excited about this bleelberg movie and i'm so excited that you're gonna do it julia roberts that bitch she's in it (laughs) (laughs) and it would just be these like super long rambling and like it would go on about like their uncle, like just nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, anyway, I'm really glad you emailed about this money because we did not know where it was going to come from. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, you just don't get those as much anymore. You don't have you don't have the opportunity to mess with people as much. I They've know. gotten better. They have. You know, take it, whatever. What's the word I'm looking for? Fishing. Spamming. Fishing, yeah. It's scary how good they are. Why do they spell fishing with the PH? Because it's fat. Like that is P-H-A-T fat. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when I, when I, when I don't sleep. <laughs> I have not slept. I, have so, I know I'm not supposed to say it, but I'm so tired. So God only knows what's going to be said today. Well, I think you're funnier when you're tired, so... What if I made you paranoid and then you could not sleep anymore after that? You're like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be funny. I'm not talented when I'm not tired. Or or like some weird thing. It's like your cheekbones look better when you're when you get when you get a little less sleep. They look a little more pronounced. And then I'm always trying to like fight for that. I um, had something else to say about that. Oh, about the LinkedIn thing. Mm -hmm. I always like get tempted to sign up for pro because it is like, Oh, who, well, who is looking for me? But mine are always like, um, just nobody you've ever heard of. But then I always think, well, but if I, if I signed up, it would be like, Oh, this Mm ex-boyfriend is, you know, that's what they, that's the goal, right. Is to see who's, who's stalking you. 100%. I'm not, I'm not looking for job opportunities. That hasn't, I'm serious. Like that's never happened. We're like, well, I, I see you do, I see you do movie reviews. Right. I found you on LinkedIn. Would you let, can I pay you a bunch of money to like, that's not going to have, of course you want to see who Googled you. Right, 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 right. Cause it's the only one that gives that promise. And I wonder how often that works. I wonder how often people are like, you know what? I will sign up for pro. I do need this information. Yeah, you're like they're like, or they should just know what we're looking for, what everyone's looking for. Just be like, hey, it looks like someone from bank looked at your thing. It just says a bank. Look for you know, join pro to find out. And then you're like, could it be John or Jason, one of those guys you <laughs> dated in the early aughts? Could be. Oh my <laughs> just, gosh. Just all right. We have topics today, right? We sort of do. Yes. We're gonna Yeah, we do. We do randomly Steph and I on the phone, just like, you know, talking, talking, we're talking about like that old, we've talked about this on the show before, I think once, cause I know we talked about the game, that guy, that guy, that terrible, Neil Strauss is his name. I think wrote that this book called the game. Oh yeah. About, about how, like, like nagging people and yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But remember started I started off a whole after. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing about like, yeah, you're not that cute, but whatevs like, like guys acting just horrible. Well, isn't, isn't that what sort of sparked off all the incels? Yeah, a little bit. I think so. I mean, I guess. I don't know if it sparked it off. It certainly sparked off a Neil LeBute movie or two. Fuck oh, Neil LeBute. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. Sorry. He's the listening. fucking worst. He's also, you know, a total drama king. Someone on a like a Reddit board didn't like one of his plays, and he like got in there as himself and was like, fuck you. <gasps> what did you not like about it? This is such an I really really don't like him but I always think of that movie in the company of men about the like that was a perfect example of ne- negging oh yeah how mean those guys were and how like gaslighting and just horrible but I believe before that I don't remember the timeline and I'm not gonna look it up but th- was, were the rules before the game uh I don't know I'm not sure I mean, I'll just look it up right now. So there's going to be typing. Who was it that doesn't like the typing? But the, uh, uh, Meredith. Meredith, I'm very, very sorry if you're listening. Wait, what's, what's ASMR? Is that the thing where you're supposed to like? That's where it feels good to like, 
like go like that, people will just sit there and listen to us going. <laughs> is that sexy? That's where you. That's Facebook? where people like shave soap and. Yeah, no, you can do anything. You can make a lot. My friend Chris taught me about that. He's like, you can make a lot of money doing it. I was like, I never make a lot of money doing anything. Trust me. Once I get in, once I'm there, it's the thing is over. They're not doing it anymore. Exactly. Okay. So I found the, okay. I found the rules. This was, it was originally written. This, this tracks. Okay. It was by Ellen Fine and Sherry Schneider originally published in 1995. So imagine this published date was Valentine's Day, these motherfuckers, 1995. So the same year Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, all the stuff that we got that year, right? Right. Girl power. Right. Is the same fucking book of the rules, time-tested secrets for capturing the heart of Mr. Wright is the subtitle of this piece of shit book. I don't think people realized even at the time uh, how damaging that whole thing was, how unempowering it was and how ridiculous it was. And by the way, do, I don't know if if everybody realizes that shortly after that book came out, both of those women ended up divorced. Right. Of course. I mean, I mean, of course, for so many reasons. And I do love and I know I'm sex in the city obsessed, but I do love that it came out after and they basically like kind of fought against that the notion of the whole thing. In fact, I mean, I think sex in the city if I may be bold, is the reason that so many people have HPV because it was like this. Don't you think it was like I get? I mean, you know what I mean? It was like Cosmos and set. I mean, it was just so normalized, which is not bad. It, are you being serious? Yes. You think that? So I, you think that the empowering of women was like a bad thing? No, I'm not saying it was a bad thing. I'm saying that there was this sort of sexual revolution obviously in the seventies. And then I think it happened again in the late nineties, like at the same, around the same time that the show came, became so popular. I do. I do think it led a lot of women. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm really not. I just, I think those two things just happened to be true at the same time. So do you think that the, the, but the, did the rules come out as a, like, to stop women from being empowered? Yeah, kind of. Well, not 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 saying that, I think they weren't trying to stop people from being empowered or women from being empowered. They really seem to believe that if women really want just to find a man and find a husband, this is how you do it. Like, for example, okay, I mean, these are, I mean, some of the, some of the chapter titles. First of all, this is, first of all, there's a sub, it's really weird too. It's hard to find those. I had to actually, I think, buy it at some point. I don't have it anymore. Oh, I owned oh, it. Wait. Yeah. Do you, do you own it now? No, I don't own it now, but I remember certain, I remember some things about it that were ridiculous. Cause I do remember writing some comedy. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was, but I had some jokes about it. Well, I, okay. So I wrote a book. I'm not trying to plug my book, but I wrote a book called She's Crazy, He's a Liar, right? Mm-hmm. This was like 2010. And I have a whole chapter about the rules and like what I thought of them, if I agreed with them, if I didn't. Okay. So I didn't do all of them, but here's one, okay, rule. Okay, it's like, basically I'm paraphrasing. I didn't give, I don't know why I didn't give the exact same right thing, but I said, um, women should almost never call a guy and hardly ever call him back. So the idea was that you never call first, you let him call you. I guess now that would be text. And then like you only text or call back maybe every eighth time. So what are okay, you I, supposed to be pretending the rest of the time that you're just that you're well, th- I don't think there was texting back then. No, no, but you're I'm just connecting now. it to now. now. OK, but where what what should you have been doing? Would it be like while you were sleeping? Like, are you in a coma? 
Like, do you just pretend to wake up from a coma and be like, oh, it's your 12th time trying to call me? Like, hello. I was. <laughs> oh, hello. I was in a terrible coma. Coma. It's like such a specific. Oh, the exact, the exact guideline. I actually did have it from the book. Don't call him and rarely return his calls. So I. Right. That'll make sure. I, that'll let him know you're interested. I mean, okay. So I. What I did in the book, which is not that's not going to be conducive to this podcast, uh-huh. I had a panel of people that I talked to, and like it was just sort of like a sort of a dialogue of what they how they responded. Mm-hmm. So, um, huh. okay, oh yeah, I wrote. God, I really broke this down. So I wrote an argument in support of the phone call rule, and then an argument against the phone call rule okay. for each one of this. So uh, I said, oh, my God, I can't believe I wrote this. Do I read this to you? Sure. Well, maybe I'll read. Maybe I read the argument against it first because that's not as embarrassing. Okay. I said the risk women take by playing this coy, hard to get game puts them in danger of losing out, which I think is true. Right. Right. Some guys cannot be bothered with such intense mind fucks, whereas others are far too shy and self-conscious to cope with confusing games. It's manipulative and risky, and I don't think it's worth it. That's what I said. Okay. But what I said was in support of, Mm -hmm. I said, we have to think back over the years to the guys or to the women and guys who made our heart and our friends' hearts flip. Were they the ones who were constantly batting their eyelashes? I can't believe I wrote that. Or asking how high when we say jump? No. They usually were the ones that kept us on our toes, wondering if they were interested. Obviously, it would seem based on this empirical data that a woman not returning a man's call would add a little sense of mystery and keep him interested for longer. But then I cancel that out by the next thing, which I already read you now. Uh, OK, some some of the things in the rules uh, and that would be one of them are in a in a way good advice for people who are stalkers, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you're a person who's like. Well, not only do I return every call, but I initiate most of them because, you know, I'm sure he wants to hear from me 80 times a day. Like these are, but these I mean, are, yes, these he are, broke up with me. Yes. He blocked me. It doesn't matter. I can, I see him. Right. He is. Right. And I feel like if, the, if a person is having trouble with their stalking, then this mm-hmm. might give them pause. Like, oh, wait. So I'm not supposed to be calling him 80 times a day. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I could try that way. But if you're just a normal person who's like, oh, wait, I shouldn't return his call. You could be really fucking up. But see, yeah, as an like here, here's the thing, though, stalker, not stalker as an adult many, many years later, I think it's all horrific. I think if you want to call someone 80 times a day, if they're the right person for you, then that's fine. Not at the first, not after the first date, I guess it would be scary for anyone. But like once you're dating, like who cares? Do you think if you're dating somebody, you should be calling them 80 times a day? Yes. Okay. Well, you know what? You do you. I just back away slowly from the microphone. Yes. This may be the lack of sleep talking, but yes, I think you should call everybody 80 times a day. I mean, I, I think that people who have some like emotional disturbances where they really feel the need to talk to the person. I think a book like The Rules could be like, you know what? Maybe find some fulfillment within yourself like bef- and not like need to that much reassurance. But the problem is. Yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> but the problem is the rules make it pathologize like normal conversation between men and women and they make well, and, everything yes. into a potential for you're fucking up 
You're looking too yes. needy. You're you're not going to get that guy. He's going to not like you anymore. Like, oh, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters right, is getting right. that ring and get. And also, how does it work? You know, I don't. I didn't read it in full, but I assume they address like lesbians and you know, like why is it always like the guy will feel like the man is this and the woman is this, just like in the fifties. Like it's so fucking lame. Okay, sorry that I'm cursing. I'm sorry if there's kids in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you something uh, that the rules said that was, I think, the thing that put me over the edge? There was I have a, more too. There was a thing in there that was like, don't, t- if you're an alcoholic, don't tell the guy that you're interested in that until after you're engaged. Oh, my God. That's in there? Yes. If you were an alcoholic. If it- yes. Wow. Like, that's not information. Okay, listen, is that not information for maybe the first date? Well, in this day and age, I think that's something people probably put right on their dating app, like right on their, you know, mm-hmm. Tinder profile. I don't drink, right? But of course. But let's just say, let's just go back a few years, you know, maybe I can see like, don't lead with that. Like, Hey, I'm a terrible alcoholic, but I'm good. I'm fine. Let's just, no, I'm let's fine. just date. No, go ahead. No order a glass of wine. I'm fine. I said, I'm <laughs> it fine. It doesn't bother me. I said, I'm fine. Like you're just a white client. Here's one. Wait, Here's wait, one. I want, oh, wait, I just want to finish this thought, which sorry, is that, sorry. God, Cecily. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I just think it's so so horrifying that you would hold that information back, and then like, what are so after they've already asked you to marry them, then you're supposed to be like, mm-hmm. okay, listen, I know our wedding is tomorrow. I just want to say, you know, the whole thing about you know how I've always like every time you offer me a drink, I'm like, oh, I've got a stomach ache, like I don't feel like it, you know? Yeah, that's because one time I was in a horrific car accident and got a DUI, and mm-hmm. it came to my attention. I have a drinking problem. I was in rehab a few times. Anyway, I'm like much better now and don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry let's about get it. married. I'm cool. 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 Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. That is, that's yes. so rude. Like you don't give another person a, a chance to, <laughs> that's rude. That's, just, that's like my favorite thing. I've talked about this on the show, but when you like over, when you underplay, like you're like Hitler was such a nitwit. Hitler, you know what? Hitler seemed like a jerk a little bit. It seemed like a little emotionally unavailable. He just seemed like just a nitwit. Yeah, like um, I'm not, who am I to say whether Hitler should have like had more social graces? Like, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, he was. Mm-hmm. He was just a little bit like, hey, let's have some grace. Let's show some grace. He was just, you know, troubled like everybody else. And he just had some emotional problems. You don't know what his childhood was like. Yes, you've read about it in books, but were you in there? Mein <laughs> I mean, yes, you read about it in his autobiography, which why is that your favorite book? What if I I tried to? Why is that your favorite book, Stephanie? Listen, this is something that was, I think, in the rules. If your favorite book is Mein Kampf, wait until after you're engaged to say that. To say you're Jewish. No, wait till after you're engaged. If his favorite book is Mein Kampf, don't like leave out the Jewish thing. Like he doesn't need to know that. Right, right, right. If he and, you know, if he does need to know it, he could find out after the wedding, you know, when you guys were when you break the glass, like is like, why are these chairs being formed into a circle? (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's fine. We're going to do this little dance. It's Romanian. You just make up a thing. Um, (laughs) why are these chairs? (laughs) Okay. I have one more rule that I want to talk about. This is, this is in my, but this is, this is really in the book. 
This is not, I'm not joking. My the alcoholic um, thing was really in the book too. Oh, I, I know. I, oh, like, okay. I wasn't telling you a, like a lot. Okay. It just says, don't stare at men <laughs> or talk too much. <laughs> so, so it's basically, it's a, and so I wrote, that is the exact rule listed in the book. Don't stare at men or talk too much. And then I wrote, I want to hear pro. Okay. Okay. I said, there's a suggestion though, by the way, and I'm paraphrasing, it tells women they should never make eye contact or smile at a man. Instead, and this is a quote, they should just smile at the room. Oh, holy shit. So, okay. Let me get to my pros and cons. Hold on. Okay. In first, I'm going to do the against the no staring or talking too much rule. I said, obviously, I find this utterly absurd and offensive. What's even more, abs- uh, well, I have this, like, whatever. Uh, my friend, I-, I quote my friend in this, this guy who I'm friends with. He said, if a woman stares at me really intensely, it is tough for me, for me to slip something into her drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, okay, so then in support of the no staring or talking too much rule, oh, my God, I wrote, thank God I wrote, I can't think of any, except, well, maybe, nope, still nothing. <laughs> So, okay, good. At least on that one. And then there's other stuff in there. People should buy my book, by the way. She's crazy. He's a liar. I think that sounds like a good, good book with good advice. There is good advice. My forte. And I'm being honest. This is not a joke. And by the way, don't buy it on Amazon. Buy it on my website. Okay. Because otherwise I won't see anything from it. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, my forte is breakups. And so if you are going through a breakup or you have a friend going through a breakup, I have my chapter on that is much longer than the other chapters (laughs) because it's kind of my thing. It kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I am. I have to. How long do you think I need to sleep to get like past this phase of personality? Um, I don't know, but I'm enjoying it. Really? Okay. So don't nap. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Anything else? Do we have any? I mean, there's more, but, but I mean, that's so old. I just think it's really funny. Those two things really stood out to me as like, I can't don't just, just smile at the room. That sounds like something my mother would say. Mm-hmm. My mother, who's not speaking to me, do you, can I tell, can I say what happened with her? Of course. So, oh, well, this is fun. This is some content. I got to see West Side Story early. I got to see it a week ago and it does not open until next week. Braggy. And it's fucking great. Really? And we should talk. Yeah. We should talk about it. But my mother loved West Side Story. She loves it. It's her favorite, one of her favorite movies, favorite musicals. She was a dancer. So she's all into the Jerome Robbins choreography and it's. So I called her and I was like, you know, I saw West Side Story and I'm going to be in Texas next week. She knows that. But I was like, I'd really like to take you to the movies. I'd like to take you to see it. Even though I just sat through it two and a half hours. And she was like, on whose dime? <sighs> yeah. So I stopped. I was like, I guess on yours. Didn't think of that. But yeah, yours. You'll be paying for it. I mean, why do you, why would you say that? I can't just be thank you. I would love to go to the movies with my daughter. I mean... That's mm-hmm. crazy. On his dime. Um, should we talk? Can we talk about West Side Story? Did you like the play? Yeah, but did so your mom's not speaking to you over that? She's mad because we got into a little. We got into it. We got into it. Because I was, she was just being ridiculous. And I was like, you know, I'm coming in. I don't want to say the number, but I'm coming in to celebrate like a huge birthday. You know, like I have this girls thing I'm doing with my friends, but I allowed three extra days so that I could like help her and spend time with her. And of course, and you know, we just got in a big fight. (laughs) I think that's so awful because your 16th birthday is a special, special thing, you know, I would have thought so, 
I mean, it's like I can finally drive. It's sweet 16. I'm very sweet. I've never kissed a boy. I want to learn what that's all about. Yeah. I'm... How old were you the first time you kissed a guy? <sighs> I think I was like 14 or 15. Okay, like kiss, kiss, like a real kiss. Like a peck was probably earlier, right? Like 11? No, but remember we talked about this on the show because it was the Scott... And he, that how, was your first? Yeah, it was my first kiss, and he taught me how to kiss. But you'd never, like, just pecked on the lips? No. So someone just, like... Never. Oh. I'd been too nervous. I was a freshman in high school. Well, I mean, I was super nervous, too, with all that stuff, but, like, I think... Like, a kiss on the cheek, maybe second grade. Oh, I don't even know. No, no boys liked me for a long time. Oh, I didn't say they liked me, Stephanie. And I didn't say who kissed who. Let's just say I ran up to a lot of people and kissed them on the cheek. It was kind of like I was kind of into that. Let's just say you hadn't read the rules yet. I told you that I used to call this guy named Randy, Randy Adamson, which I cannot find. And we talked about this. I can't find him. And I used to call him when I was in second grade. I got his number from the phone. No, we had like a directory from our elementary school. Everyone's number, you know. Uh huh. And I would ask for his mother would answer. And I was like, may I please speak to lover boy? That was my thing. And then my her his mom had to call my mom and ask me to stop. Oh, my God. Like yeah, I speak to Loverboy. <laughs> and then she would never put... He had, like, eight brothers and sisters. I know. I remember they had, like, chicken, like, chickens uh-huh. in their yard. It was that kind of, like, Waco house, you know? There's some Waco, like, where there's some chickens just running around. I'm sorry that but it's I'm so saying- loud right now by my house. Ha- it's loud. The microphone's going to pick this up, but... Okay. It's okay. Oh, I didn't Go ahead. hear it. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, like he was, was, he had so many like 15 brothers and sisters. I was like, which, which son, first of all, were they Irish? I don't know. Probably if I, if I liked them, probably <laughs> of Irish or English descent, but they were, he had, he were wore alcoholics. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Probably. I'm sure. <laughs> not yet. He wasn't yet because he was seven, but he had red hair and freckles and he wore suspenders. Oh, well, he was obviously Irish then. He probably was and he was so cute. He was so cute. We all had a crush on him and we all thought we were sort of dating, going with him. Mm-hmm. All of my friends and I always sort of, we were very competitive about Randy. And of all the people that I can't find, I can't find him on Facebook. Like I have tried. Well, you got to keep trying. Don't give up. No. It's kind of like West Side Story. It's very, it's our sort of, it's going to be our story. We're going to do a, we're going to have a rumble. Okay. Let Speaking, me, let's talk I, about West Side Story. Okay. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Well, first of all, you're going to say. I was just going to say, speaking of alcoholics, did you hear that uh, Demi Lovato, uh, they are now not California sober anymore. They are regular sober and they have denounced California sobriety. Did you hear yeah, about that? I, I did hear about that. And I have some issues with Demi, as we've talked about on the show, because mm-hmm. I feel at this point now the, the, we're, we're going we're going to try our best to they them with Demi because I believe they are non-binary. Yes. But that's probably going to change soon as well. My issues with Demi is the, we've talked about this at length on the show, but you know, 
God, it's so hard to talk about Demi without Demi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Demi had the whole thing with the ice cream and was trying to bring down a yogurt shop for having a sugar free option and saying that was body shaming. Right. And there's all kinds of, and so now Demi has a show about UFOs, which I think we've mentioned too, about like how they've seen a UFO and they're going to be the ones to talk, to teach us about UFOs. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson has spoken about it. Let me find that actually, because I think he thought that was hilarious. I love it when Neil deGrasse Tyson gets himself involved. Uh I have to say, I think that's really great. Um, but what were your thoughts on from going? So the big deal, which was upsetting mostly, you know, to you was the California sober, which we did discuss, which said, which basically was claiming that they still smoked weed and could drink from time to time, but weren't doing like heroin. So they were California sober. Right. Which is, which is basically harm reduction, which a lot Mm -hmm. of people believe in, you know, like, Hey, I, it's not realistic to say that I'm never going to drink. Um, and my problem with it was harm reduction is fine. And a lot of people that, that that's all they can do. Full abstinence is not the best thing for everybody, you know, and not attainable for everybody. So I wasn't slamming that. It was just that she was calling herself sober and that's not sobriety. Like sobriety is not still drinking and smoking pot. And so the idea, I said this at the time, so this is, we're not like going to re litigate what she did at the time. But, um, the issue that I had was calling it sober makes people who are thinking, Oh no, I need to be completely sober. It makes them go, Oh, well, hold on a minute. Demi Mm -hmm. says that this works and let me try that. And, you know, that's also called moderation and people, that was my whole thing at the time, uh, saying like, Hey, I still like, I still, you know, I still drink wine and smoke pot. I mean, like, let's not go crazy. Um, that's called moderation and a lot of people can't moderate. So it was my opinion that if you are such a bad alcoholic that you have ended up in the hospital and almost died from it, it's probably not the best advice to people to go, Hey, this is working great for me. And I figured at some point it wouldn't be working mm-hmm. so great. Well, by the way, here's the but thing kudos that I was- to them for saying, mm-hmm. Hey, I messed up. Yeah, no, I mean, sure. And like, it's their, you know, I hate the word, but it's their journey. It's their evolution. Like it's their, theirs to figure out. But the thing that was the the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing was Demi claimed that um, we shouldn't call extraterrestrials aliens, right? And said that was derogatory. And so Neil deGrasse Tyson responded by saying, um, "All the aliens that I have met have no feelings, <laughs> so we really don't have to worry." I love that, like I love that that Neil even has to like give a comment on this, right? He's like, I, you know, I, he, so Tyson told TMZ, "All the aliens I have, they have no feelings." He did say Lovato was being considerate, but also wondered why they were worried about offending them by calling them an alien. He insisted we don't know that what is going on in the heads of species of life from another planet. I just like the idea that uh, that, uh, you you know, a- aliens are like super woke and like that's really problematic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, I oh, my God, there's so much to say about this. I, my mind is like all over the place because I you know, how I get like hooked on things because I really want to tell you about West Side Story. But then you've taken me off twice and I feel like it has to be finished before I can go back. But now I don't even know what I was going to say. So, OK, <laughs> you know, like, get, you know, you get something in your head. OK, about West Side Story. 
Well, yes, I keep trying to tell. I want. I have so many things to tell you about it. Okay. But I feel as though maybe you're not as excited. Maybe you're not a West Side Story kind of person. I I didn't say that. We were just weird. Okay, go ahead. I know, but we were talking about it, and then you were like, "But wait, Demi Lovato." Oh, okay. Now, I didn't. I didn't know I'm, you'd already started talking about it. Go ahead. I am confused now, but I will just okay. In conclusion, about Demi, and we can come back to the stuff of like the problematic stuff. That's what gets so exhausting. Sugar-free ice cream, calling extra like aliens, all of that. It just that's why it's hard to be on Demi's side because Demi is looking for a fight all the time. Right. Like that's the whole thing. Like kind of like the Jets and the Sharks. You see what I did? Yes, you. I that was a good to- segue. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I really am. Like I, 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 okay. So can we first talk about what is your, what's your experience with West Side Story? Um, I love West Side Story. LB was, LB was in West Side Story and played Anita and she was, yeah. And it was great. I bet she was amazing. She's so talented. When was this? How old was she? Um, sixth grade. Oh my God. That's so incredible. Okay, so you love it. I'll Have post. I'll that? post video of her of her singing uh, "America." Please post that, and if you don't mind, also if if she's okay with it, um, maybe you could post "Burn." That was the first time I ever heard "Burn" from Hamilton. Was when LB sang it. I'd oh, never really? Heard yes, yes. I like was purposely not listening to it, and I because I wanted to like experience it for the first time on um, you know by myself. Mm-hmm. And I, when you posted that, I was like. Oh my God. First of all, it can't get as good as LB doing it. Aww. She's so good. She's so talented, but yes, please post that. Okay. Okay. So did you see the original movie with Natalie Wood? Yes, I back sure in- did. Okay. So you're like up on it. So we were concerned. I brought my friend Chris, who is a, an expert on Broadway things and like really gets obsessed with it. And I thought he'd be the perfect plus one because he's going to tell me what, like, you know, I'll have my own experience, but he'll tell me kind of what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And according to him, the old, I mean, he loved it so much. He already has tickets to go see it opening day, like with friends mm-hmm. again. He's going to see it like five times. I was a little concerned Spielberg. Like, why would Spielberg be the person to, to do this? Like, he's not like a musical guy. Like, why? I swear to you, Stephanie, like opening shot. First of all, everything shot beautifully. There's nothing that feels extra. You never feel like, oh, my God, I'm really bored or this is too much. Mm-hmm. It's opening shot of like. The jets, like they're skulking around, snapping, you know, mm-hmm. like how they do. They're like, they're always looking for a rumble. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else going on. It's just a rumble or like a love affair. And that's it. And it's just life. I decided it was like, you're looking to fight or love. <laughs> There's nothing else. So it's really good. Two thumbs up. Yes. Except that the sharks, you know how the jets and the sharks, like, because of Spielberg, they used, it was actual sharks, like Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's what, what if he's like, hear me out. He's like, at a, he's like at a press thing and he's like, hear me out. Guys, I know it feels different than the, and I'm going off, I'm going off a little bit. I'm putting my own spin on it. But when I picture it, I mean, I'm sure everybody feels the same way. When you picture sharks, like you picture sharks, like. Yes. Like jaws, like wide open mouth jawses. Jawses. <laughs> Jawsies. Like Jawsies, like newsies. Yes. It's called oh. Jawsies. I've changed the name of the movie to Jawsies. 
<laughs> Listen, I know we were going to call it West Side Story in keeping with the original. Like, that's what people know. And there's a nostalgia factor that we can bring people in. But hear me out. Jawsies. Because there's sharks already. And we just and they're gonna dance. Don't don't think they're not gonna date. You think they're not? You think my sharks aren't gonna do a pirouette? Yeah, and I'm known. I think people will be a trust because people know that I'm known for Jaws. You know, so this kind of works together. It's. I mean, kind of works. It's the best, and I could just see him like pacing in the production. Like, where is this Fox? This was Fox. So he's like pacing the Fox a lot, and he's like, hold on, just. Just let, just look at the dailies. <laughs> he gets vision. really mad, like because he he only springs it on him after he's got the deal and they've given him like a huge yes. budget. And he's like, yes. "You guys, listen, I'm not, I'm not willing to compromise on this. Like, I, <laughs> you guys have trusted look, no, me no. before, and I yes. don't understand why you're not trusting me now." They're like, "We," I said, "No, no," and he's like, "Bring in the water tanks," and they're like, "Why would there be water tanks?" What's the story? Water tanks. Why would there be water tanks for Jaws even? He's like, okay, we need an ocean location. And they're like, okay, but can we not like, they're like, okay, do we have underwater equipment? Like, we don't need it. It's like sharks. Where do you think sharks live? He's like, no, that's not who the sharks are. He's it's like, this is thing. my interpretation. I don't understand. I've made hits. I'm a hit maker. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I, I don't say- know what I'm doing? Is this, uh, this is just offensive. Like, <laughs> I do want to tell you and I do. And then for real, they don't. And this is the thing. They really keep it to the real like the, you're you feel like you're watching on a Broadway play. They do not, as my friend Chris put it, like they do not butch it up. <laughs> so do not expect that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. When you're a jet, you're. Oh, and this actually brings us back to the problematic thing. So I did it. I, I'm going to bring us back full circle. OK, I know I sound crazy, but I got I got us. Um, there was some controversy about the lead, the guy who plays Tony. His name is Ansel Egwert. OK, and he's the guy like. He's done. He was in Hail Caesar, which was actually really a Coen Brothers movie I liked where he sang a lot. It was a kind of a musical. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was fantastic. And he did Han Solo. Like there's nothing he'll he'll he can he can take stuff on. And he's I think great. He can sing and dance. And I thought he was wonderful in this. But a lot of people had issues because there was a Me Too moment with him um, somewhat recently. So I'm not trying, you know, th- what was said was that I guess he <clears throat> hit up he hit up some people on Snapchat. Uh huh. And he was 18. Maybe he was maybe he was 20 and they were 17. But, you know, whatever state they were, 17 is legal in New York, but in maybe Kansas, it's not right. So but I you know how there's a fine line. And in this one, so they tried to cancel him and they were trying to cancel Spielberg and they were trying to cancel. And by they, I just mean like a group of people on Twitter. It didn't really stick. Okay. although it has. Although it has been an issue, like people have mentioned it in some of the reviews, most of the people that have issues with him just think there was a better Broadway performer that could have done a better job. And that's probably true. There's a better singer, I'm sure. What I'm hearing is please boycott this movie. And I, no, I'm i with no, you. Stephanie. No, I, Cecily, <laughs> say no more. Like, I support women. I know you don't. Gosh. I know you don't. You Let's- know what? It's funny that you say that because it seems like I was like a little bit even on 11 with how much I love the movie. And what I'm hearing you say is that you don't hear me when I say do not boycott it and you should totally see it and that you don't like women because you don't like Maria 
to have to shine. What I what, what I'm hearing <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is I didn't know the controversy before I saw it and I mistakenly thought I loved it, but if I had to do it again, I would of course not see the movie. Gosh. Okay, that's so weird because we are hearing different things cuz when <laughs> I what was the thing you were telling me? Okay, so can we say the LB thing? Speaking of LB, we've been talking about her a lot, but the mm-hmm. thing that she is like, what she says to you, oh, she'll be like, <clears throat> you, what was like, you gorgeous, like you. Well, we'll do a thing where she's calling me like a bitch, and she'll go in a funny way. Guys, mm-hmm. don't call like adult <laughs> protective services for me. But she'll be like, Mom, you're such a beautiful. Oh no, <laughs> she'll go. She'll start to say it, and I'll be like, what? And she'll go, Mom. A beautiful, beautiful lady, a special lady or whatever. And I'll go, that's like, not what you were. Beautiful, beautiful lady. Yeah. And I'll go, it's, that's not, that is not what you were going to say. And she's like, wow, I cannot, what are you saying? What are you accusing? And then we'll get into this whole thing. I love it. So, like, so I was trying to come up with some like, Stephanie, God, you're such a dumb c- cutie. <laughs> You're so cute. You're such a dumb cutie. God. Why do you not know that about I yourself? I mean, dumb, like how the kid's like sick. Like you're just sick. Like yes, you're just like so. Fat, like with a pH. Yeah. Like yes. D-U-M. Like dumb. Like cool. Oh, it means cool. Dummy. God, you're so paranoid. God, you're such a dumb angelic. <laughs> angelic. I just love that so much. Just like, you're just such a dumb, beautiful person. That makes me really laugh. And I like that. I like when Steph and I try to cancel each other. And you know how I didn't like it. Remember when we first started doing this podcast, I was very nervous about yes, that. Yes. Like, people are going to think that I don't like women. <laughs> and you're like, no, they're not. If they know us well enough, they know that obviously, yes, I support Snapchat DMs. Yeah, get it. Slide in. Slide into those DMs. Hey, I have a question, um, which is, did you see Tick, Tick, Boom? Is it, am I going to like it? Okay. Now people are going to just get mad, but I just want to remind everyone if you just did, if you're just now tuning in how much I loved West Side Story, we just talked about it guys. Right. Um, I did not like Tick, Tick, Boom for men. Okay. So it's, it's kind of a sort of dreamy, uh, biopic about the guy who did Rent. I don't know what it's about. Right. I know. I don't know what it's about, but I don't like dreamy. You don't want to know? No, no, no. I do want to know, but I already don't like dreamy. I don't mind dreamy, but let, let me just remind you from a, from an earlier show where we both agreed how much we hate the musical rent. And I know that's sacrilege. I know there's people that listen are like, what, how can you say that? I just don't like that kind of like, well, first of all, I didn't like the premise, pay your rent, pay your rent, you're squatting. This guy has to pay mortgage. It's really, it's inappropriate at the age that you are now, Mm -hmm. you know, right. Pay the I hated all the things, but I don't like that style of singing. And I know so many people get so mad at me, but I just don't like it. And so this is about the guy who wrote that. Who wrote Rent. Yeah. Okay. Who, who, John, he passed away of the ailment that I had, the heart thing. He had an aneurysm and it, it, they didn't catch it in time. So I do feel for that. And I'm hence the tick, tick, boom. Oh. Um, yeah, a little bit, but also like there's, you know, there's layers to that. And I, Lin-Manuel Miranda, I believe, directed this, yeah. I think. She doesn't often do, and I think he I think he made things a little bit better, a little more tolerable as far as listening to the stuff, but I just did not like it. Andrew Garfield played him. He did, He was fine. 
Oh, man. I mean, as much as I loved West Side, I, I kind of hated this. Okay. I couldn't even get through it. <clears throat> so highly recommend. Okay. What I, okay. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like, God, and I don't even mean this to like, I'm not, it sounds like we're being kind of combative today, but I feel like you don't listen. Like, okay. You hear what you want to hear sometimes. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. I mean, I can take constructive criticism in our podcast, mm-hmm. but I feel like I was listening. I feel like you said Lin-Manuel Miranda right. and that he, and tolerable. So, right. Oh Yeah. I could see, you know what? I see how you, I see how you got it mixed up. I actually see it now. Now I understand. Like I was being hard on you and I can see that I was not being communicative. Now licorice pizza, you hated, Uh, right? I'll kill you with my bare hands. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. You know what? Lately I have had very strong opinions. I have. And I, you know why? Because it was like kind of a year as far, as far as like movies of just blah. Mm-hmm. You know, like just not a lot. And so when these movies come along, like Lic- Licorice Pizza, which I loved so much, I, I am getting very enthusiastic. That's good. That's I good. Know. Well, it's the thing is right now is the season of screeners. And yeah. so, oh, you know what I really want to see when it comes out? And I wonder if you've already seen it. Have you seen Don't Look Up? I ha- I haven't yet because I wasn't able to go. The screening was the same night as Licorice Pizza, but I've heard mixed things. I don't necessarily want to. Oh, that's a good segue. Oh, that's what we're doing on Patreon. We are going to talk about actually Don't Look Up because Adam McKay directed that, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. We'll get to in our bonus. Um, but I've heard mixed things. I was so excited about it. And I heard because the cast is incredible. I love Adam McKay as a writer, director guy, you know. But I've heard it's like not great. Interesting. Well, I we're going to talk about this in our our bonus today is going to talk about the fact that there's a that we found out there's a mm-hmm. feud. Had you already known about it? I did. Well, I knew about it for a while, but then it had been diffused. So we're going to deep dive into this Will Ferrell versus Adam McKay fight, which is so tragic. I mean, these are, you know, Anchorman wouldn't exist without these guys. And they have been partners and friends for over 25 years. Someday you're going to hear about Stephanie and I and our big feud. Right. There's going to be a podcast bonus about us and what happened. Right. But we'll be, we'll be doing it. We'll be asking you to join Patreon. Please join Patreon to hear about why we don't speak anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Why we broke up both friendship wise and our business relationship. In fact, forget the Will Ferrell, Adam McKay. You know what? It seems like after today, let's just make that that. We'll do both today. But you should join. Um, Well, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. I think we have. I'm sorry I got us off. I'm sorry I like mixed us up. Well, you didn't. Was there anything that we didn't get to that we were trying to get to? I think we're good. I think it's just maybe time for shouts. Oh, (laughs) should we do our shouts should we do our shouts like um like we're in West Side Story? Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll be the Jets and you have to be the Sharks, which is a little bit problematic, but you have to do it as the Sharks. So think Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Rem- <clears throat> yes. Okay, I will get canceled for this though. John, <laughs> my husband's in the background. He goes, "Yeah, I was gonna say." Like that, I'm gonna get canceled for that. So I'll do. Oh no, you have to do Puerto Rican. You have to. Or it won't work. When you're a jet, you're a, Kate Donato's a jet, and Ron Halston's a jet, and his Annie's a jet. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you do Carrie Waldo already? No. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> my my Puerto Rican's <laughs> gonna be very. When you're a when you're a jerk, you're a. <laughs> Oh, good night, everybody. You guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast for the last two years. It's meant a Puerto lot to us. Puerto Rico. <laughs> you carry Waldo. You lovely island. A land of gentry, Garcia. <laughs> Margaret Wills, Colette Rock, Michelle McKibben. <laughs> Patrick cool. Price. Krista Stroop. I'm all, no. We have no credit. Put... A washing machine, Ulysses, and Jennifer Falls, and Ishan Vajpay. You have nothing to put in it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Cool boy, Randy F. Whitcomb. Cool boy, I've got a knife. Megan Medore and Karen Johnson Watson. I'm looking for a rumble tonight. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> this is our worst show. I think we have to call Go ahead. That. Go ahead. Keep going. Julie, Julie McGrath and Kathy Stearns. Stephanie Rinker, you're a stinker. I'll fight you tonight at the dance. Jamie Griffiths want to live in America. <laughs> Kelly Vidmer wants to live in America. Jill Shaw, Andrea Rock, and Nellie Mindy Bauer in America. <laughs> Athena Ginchard and Julie Turnbull. Sarah Stefano. <laughs> Did I lose you? I'm so no, no. Oh God, no. I mean, you lost. Me. I have to go to church, and I'm not even like a Christian. John is so mad right now. He's like, he "Do mad? you want to continue having a podcast or not?" Wait, or- bring John in as a disclaimer. Can you? Can John come? Can he come? John, just give can up? you come here for one second? <laughs> can you come here, John? <laughs> I need you to vouch for me. I'm not vouching for anything. John, can I'm you get on the mic, please, real quick? Ce- Cecily wants you to get on the mic real quick here. <laughs> I'm not any part of this. I just got a cease and desist letter at the door from the Puerto Rican Defamation League. <laughs> that fast? It, they do they, they don't that? waste time. <laughs> can you please just apologize for us We are and just say that we are totally... It's all in good fun. We're just, we know we're making fun of ourselves. You just arrived in a time machine from 1945. <laughs> I feel so ashamed. I'm so ashamed, really more for Stephanie than myself, because I was a jet. Well, as you heard. she's a shark, so she's even worse. But did you guys maybe come up with some acts of contrition to, to prove your... <laughs> Confession, I guess. Are you? No, I'm not I don't Catholic. What you're, okay, because I was say if I could, if you just give me now, like Cap- two Catholicism, that's where I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not a macro snapper. I'll get back to some old timey turn of the century stuff. Oh, we should have had you do it as old timey. Old timey. Oh, I'm gonna hand oh, this yeah, back. Yeah, next time. I'm John, washing my hands. I don't want to be associated with you guys. Don't blame you. Don't blame you. Oh, One John. Bit. Oh, he, he tried to help, but not really, I but know. I understand. All right. Business. Okay, business shouts really quick. Business shouts. Yes. You talk, talk about, oh, let me talk about Julie Clayman first. She is uh, a therapist. She's my friend. I don't know if I mentioned that. I trust her. You can trust your kids with her. She's not going to hurt them. She's going to help them. She has over 20 years experience. Here's where you can find her. Julie L M F T dot com check her out mm-hmm. and send your kids to her she does zoom she does in person uh in california also Excellent. go uh well becky barris i want to <laughs> give a personal shout to becky she makes these custom t-shirts well first of all she makes her own t-shirts that you can look at on her facebook page basic becky or her website just but she also can per- i i ordered from becky this week 
I'm doing like a little girl's trip. And so I had t-shirts made. She is amazing. Like immediately you just text her. She messages you right back. She comes up with a color scheme, gives you a font. You would like, everything's done and it's done within like it's seconds. And it looks so good. And I've, I've worn a Becky shirt before, uh, when she made a board AF shirt, which you can also get from her. Um, and they are so soft and so just delightful. And she's such a pleasure to work with. And I think with uh, Board AF as your code, you can get a 10% discount. Yes. And also, do you want to do, who should we do for our, uh, because Randy May Ames, who we love. Hi, Randy. We love so much. Hi, Randy. Uh, should we give it to like a Spielberg? Oh, actually, I was going to make a Spielberg joke because of West Side Story, because how much we just messed that up. But maybe the Shoah Foundation that I used to work for, that could be a good um, charity because we get a charity to choose. Yeah, and also we because that. we made a lot of uh, bad taste Jewish jokes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Stephanie did. <laughs> I did. But yes, I used to work for them. You can look that up. Just Survivors of the Shoah Foundation. That's the Holocaust um, for people who, who don't know that. You know, this turned into one of my favorite shows. I think it's I was spelled worried. Shoah, S-H-O-A-H, right? Yes. Yes, correct. Dot com. Or foundation.org. But if you if you just Google survivors of the Shoah Foundation, you'll get the right. It'll take you to the right place. Okay. And Spielberg helmed that. That was his thing. This was a fun show. Super fun. I was worried halfway in because I fucked us up. But I feel like we just like we figured it out. I think we rebounded quite well. Okay. All right. We love you guys. Listen, please join our Patreon, you know, for the new year. It's a, it's a new mm-hmm. you. We've got new topics. And this is going to be a good episode, I think. We're really going to get into this. Yeah, we're digging deep. We've got some personal stuff. Yeah. Will Ferrell v. Adam McKay joined. Let's talk we about love it. You. Okay, we're, we're sorry. We thank you. We're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. Bye. Bye.